And I think I've been very clear about this. We have answered questions on this at this podium. You've heard, as Phil was saying twice from the president, talk about this. He said that he didn't know. Right? He said that he was surprised, and he said that he takes classified information and documents very, very seriously. We heard directly from the president on this issue. Now, anything else, anything beyond that, uh, we're just not going to talk about. There's an investigation going on. There's a legal process here, as we've been very, very clear about. Uh, I will let the White House counsel uh, talk about any specific details uh, about that, uh, but we're going to be prudent here and make sure that we are not uh, interfering in this process. I guess that's why I'm asking, though, because you've said that you don't want to interfere here and be prudent about the process. But the White House did post a statement saying that Republicans are faking outrage. So to that point, why, why shouldn't Americans be upset about documents found in a garage? And that's for uh, that's for the American people to decide, right? That is for you all are, I'm sure, going to talk to many folks out there. Uh, and have that this conversation. But what we do know, right, what we do know from polling that we have seen over and over again, from your coverage, uh, from what we hear, what the president goes out and talk to the, talks to the American people, they also care about the economy, right? They also care about what is the president doing to lower costs, which is why he took hysteric, historic action uh, in making sure that gas prices went down at the gas pump. And we saw that ha happen by more than a buck 70 cents. And that's the work that the president's going to focus on. You think about the Inflation Reduction Act. That's going to lower lower prescription drug costs, uh, lower uh, medical costs, right? When you think about that, lower energy costs. So that's going to be our focus here. We know that's what the American people truly care about as well, and it is very important for them. All right, welcome back. It's Thursday. Man, get that girl some new shoes, huh? Get her some new shoes. That's some good dancing. The, the last part of her statement where he re... <laughs> <laughs> my God, these people where he re-asked the same question about why shouldn't Americans be outraged that these documents are being found in his private home, top secret documents where there are no logs being kept on who is visiting and who is not visiting while they're being kept at a college and a think tank where there are so many people that would have access to that location. Why shouldn't Americans be outraged by it? Her response to that <laughs> is about Gas prices, which are back on the rise, the economy, and the supposed work that the Biden administration has done to tackle inflation and all the problems that they have caused. <laughs> it's, a, it's amazing. No response. None. That, that girl, get her some new shoes. She needs some new shoes. Because, I mean, when you talk about dancing, man, she was, she was boogieing on stage. My God. It, it's, it really is hard to watch. They just, they don't have any response because they know they're caught red-handed. There is no response that they could possibly give you that is a good answer other than they should be outraged and the documents shouldn't have been there. Another big part of that outrage should be just the way it's being handled and the just the privileged treatment that Biden is getting, that a Democrat is getting versus a Republican former president. They're not being treated equal at all. The FBI... Uh, critics are questioning why Biden's personal attorney was allowed initially to look for classified documents rather than send the FBI in. The DOJ decided that they were not going to use the FBI and they were going to allow Biden's attorney to be the one to check all these different locations for all of these top secret documents. So far, 25 classified documents have been found. Now, what's on it, we still don't know. But there's such an injustice here 
with the way uh, it's being handled. I mean, completely same situation and handled in two completely different ways. Donald Trump situation, former president, documents he could have declassified, kept in a location that he was working with the National Archives on, uh, abiding by the rules that they were setting. His home gets raided, you know, national television, make him look like a crook and a criminal, photographs of documents are leaked, FBI's all over it. There, there is, there is no uh, leeway given to him whatsoever. They treat him like he is a hardened criminal, and they go after him. Versus Joe Biden, who has documents spread out in multiple unsecure locations, no FBI raids. His personal attorney is allowed to do it, and you know, just as they have conspiracy theories and they want to throw ideas out, you don't think his personal attorneys could hide things? You don't think they could destroy things? Uh, did I not play for you a clip last week where you had a Democrat suggesting that things could be planted? Well, as easily as things could be planted, if you have attorneys looking for it, paid attorneys by Joe Biden and the Democrats, they know they don't want this to look that bad. Things could also go missing and be destroyed. Can they not? Of course they could. Okay. He gets to look for the documents. They find these documents. There's no leaked photographs of these documents spread out across the floor. There's no talk about jail time. None of it. On top of that, we're talking about documents that were sitting in Mar-a-Lago for six months versus documents that have been sitting in multiple locations that Joe Biden is associated with or owns for six years. And then you have one who is a former president that had rights to have these documents versus one who is a vice president that should not have these documents in this. I mean, it's it's so unbalanced. It's so one-sided. You know, they, what they're doing here is what you would expect out of the Democratic Party. They're taking care of their own. You know, it always works in their favor. It always benefits them. They're going after Trump 100% because they're scared of him and they're trying to give Biden a free pass because he's a Democrat. How many times have you heard this story? God, they're, just, they're, they're so scared of Trump. I mean, that's what it, really that's what this comes down to because you see there's no talk of prosecution or anything for what Joe Biden has done. They're so scared of Trump. They want to bring charges to him and everything because they do not want him to be able to possibly, even though he is announced his that he's going to run, they don't want him to run in t- for, t- for 2024 because they're scared he could possibly win. Then look what he did to their plan last time. Man, a wrench in the system is an understatement for what he accomplished last time and in a short two years. They're, they're so scared of that, they will do anything to stop this man. However, because Joe Biden, and you know, Obama's words, not mine, don't, into, don't, don't underestimate Joe's... Uh, ability to F things up. Okay. His, his words, not mine. Um, he probably just screwed that one up for the democratic party too, because now if they prosecute Trump for the very same thing that Joe Biden did, then you have to prosecute Joe Biden as well. So I think that Joe Biden screwing up is probably a good thing in our favor. Uh, chances are, it's going to fizzle out with the Trump documents now because of what Joe did. And they're probably, all the Democrats are probably going, my God, man, he screwed us. We had him. We could have stopped it. And now look at this idiot, this moron. Look what he did. We can't do it no more. So it's either going to go away 
or they're going to throw Joe Biden to the wolves and they're going to go after Trump and they're going to go after Joe Biden ultimately because they're finished with him anyway. His usefulness has run its course. That's what I see coming anyways. But we are definitely not playing on a level playing field. You can see it's always tipped in the Democrats' favor. All right, moving on. Debt ceiling. <laughs> uh, you know, I, you can only say things so many times. You know, the debt ceiling's at $31.4 trillion, and they want to raise it up again because, you know, you just, why not? You just keep running that credit card up. Why not keep raising the debt? You know, I'll keep spending, keep raising it. You know, we'll get out of there someday. Who knows? The debt ceiling, everybody's starting to panic and freak out because if they don't come to an agreement sometime today, they don't raise it, they don't agree to raise it, what ends up happening is we go into default and then government shutdown. Oh my God, I'm so tired of hearing about government shutdown. That's all the Democrats have to talk about is the government, oh, these mean Republicans, they're not going to sign off on this. Uh, we're going to have to shut the government down. And, oh, my God, it's so scary. It's so dangerous. It's really not. It's really, really not. I can't stress this enough. Who cares if the government shuts down certain certain parts of the government shut down? Who cares? It's going to have minimal, if any, effect on you. You're not going to even feel it. Your day is going to continue on as it always has. You will not even know the difference if it shuts down. So who cares? It's more important that the House Republicans are fighting for our future, for our children's future. The spending is reckless. If they're going to raise the debt ceiling, House Republicans want to reduce spending. You have to reduce spending. We spend more than we have every single year. Over the course of the last few years, we've spent more money than we've spent in the last, I don't know, 10 or 15 years combined. Okay? I mean, it's ridiculous. Our debt grew by $10 trillion in the blink of an eye. No, the debt ceiling doesn't need to be raised. It really doesn't. And I don't care what departments get shut down. These people have to start being responsible with our tax dollars. They have to be. We have to hold them accountable. These situations must become important to people. You can't be scared because somebody says, oh my God, uh, the government's going to shut down and, 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 and it's going to be it's going to be devastating. Well, why don't you ask them which departments are going to shut down? See what direct impact that's going to have on your day-to-day life while it's shut down, while the people that are against raising the debt ceiling and the people that are looking for them to be more fiscally responsible, while they're fighting for our tax dollars to be spent correctly and us not to overspend, you will ultimately see that the departments that have been shut down will have probably zero impact on your life. So it's better to let them shut down and let them fight it out in Washington and let them feel the pressure that they need to feel and get come to a reasonable compromise. We're not going to raise the debt ceiling or yes, we will, we will minimally raise it this time, but you're going to need to cut all this spending out because we're not going to let you overspend. Now, Joe Biden has said that there will be no conversations. It's going to be a clean bill and you're just going to raise it, period. He's not negotiating with anybody. Of course he would say that. Of course he would say that. What does he care? Spend us into oblivion. Send us, it doesn't matter to him. He's at the end of his life. He's he's at life expectancy. Actually, I think he's I think he's beyond it. Is he eighty? 
the life expectancy for the average male now is what, 70? I think it's 77. The last time I checked, I think it went down because of COVID. I think we were at 78. We were doing pretty good. I think we're back to 77. He's beyond life expectancy. What does he care? He's going to leave this world a mean, nasty, decrepit old man, fat cat with a few million dollars in his bank. He don't care. But you know who does care? Those cute little munchkins that are running around in kindergarten, the little baby that you're cuddling at nighttime that's your pride and joy. They're, it's going to matter to them because they're going to absorb all of this in the future. We can't continue to recklessly spend and allow them to use our tax dollars to spend on useless crap in the United States because the ones that are truly going to pay for it are you and I towards the end of our lives, but for certain are the beautiful little children that are coming up right now that don't have a care in the world other than what am I getting to eat today? What candy am I going to get? Can I somehow, (laughs) and they are some little plotting people, can I somehow plot my way into a free toy out of mom and dad? I want to watch my little TV program. We have a little birthday party. That is their life. That's what they care about. We're supposed to be handling this for them so that when they get to this point, it's still able to be managed and they can take over for us because we are coming to the end. We have to fight for them. You can't keep putting us deeper and deeper in debt for silly things. And that's what's happening here, which is why they have to cut spending. It's like a credit card. You use your credit card the way it should be used is either A, if you're trying to build your credit, so you have your good credit, you know, some credit advice for people, put it on an automatic paying deal. Pay your stable bills. Pay a gym bill, a light bill, uh, you know, uh, uh, some some uh, internet subscription bill. Uh, the, what are they? The, the uh, oh God, apps, some app bills on there. So every month, you know that that bill is going to come out to be 400 bucks or whatever. Let's just, it just I don't know what your bills are, but let's just say, okay. And you have that on an auto payment where you pay the $400 every month. So it's constantly a revolving door. You don't hurt it. You don't run the credit card up to max and then call the credit card company and say, listen, I know that I maxed the card out at $5,500, but you know, can, can we raise the limit? I just need, can we get it? I need, I need it to be 6,500. And then when you go and blow 6,500 out, because once they gave it to you, you decide to go on a shopping spree and you're going out to dinner and you're buying a bunch of useless crap you don't need. Then you call back and say, Hey, you know, I need I need to raise it again. How is that responsible? Responsible people don't do that. You responsible people. You don't want to get nowhere near the limit of your credit card because you don't want to owe that money. It's no different with with our tax dollars. If the debt ceiling is $31.4 trillion, we shouldn't be anywhere near that number. In a, in a emergency situation where, my God, all hell is broken loose and, you, and there's just no money to be found and we absolutely have to spend, wouldn't it be nice to have a little cushion there? Wouldn't it be nice to say, well, we're $10 trillion in debt, but our debt ceiling's at $20 trillion. So worst case scenario, catastrophic, apocalyptic times. We could literally double that debt if we needed to for a short term, and then we'll have to figure out how to climb back out of it afterwards if that emergency situation ever arose. I don't anticipate it will. COVID was just an abuse of power and an abuse of spending, but in a, in a normal situation, that should never happen. I don't, I personally, maybe I'm talking to myself here, but I personally could care less if the, if the government shuts down. That has no impact on me whatsoever. Go ahead, shut it down, 
argue it out, do what's right for the country, and that's it. Let's get back on track here. Let's be responsible with our money here. Let's cut all this worthless spending that's in these bills. Man, I can't, you know, it really upsets me that they passed that omnibus bill. I mean, McConnell, God, and, and everybody that voted for that on the Republican side in the Senate, you guys, you got to be replaced. You, you, you obviously do not have the intentions, the best intentions for the American people in mind. You're not doing the will of the people by doing that. And you need to be removed. So debt ceiling, we'll see what happens today. Hopefully, we'll shut it down. It would bring me a lot of pleasure to watch it get shut down for a little bit so that people could see that, oh my God, everything's shut down. And wait a minute, nothing happened. Oh, no, it's business like usual. Yeah, that would be good because then that takes the little fear tactic they're using. It's going to take it out of the picture. All right, and continuing on with what we were talking about a little bit yesterday, um, broke this morning that the the, uh, Biden administration is opening an investigation into a Texas school district for banning sexually explicit books that promote gender theory. Biden's Department of Education Uh, Office for Civil Rights is seeking legal precedent saying that a failure to represent LGBTQ, the alphabet community, uh, characters in school content can constitute to discrimination. School districts across the country have been forced by parents to remove books deemed to be sexually explicit or uh, radically divisive in the wake of public schools being exposed as left-wing indoctrination mills, which, I mean, is is as true as it gets. Many of the books described in detail uh, and glorify sexual acts between children and sexual acts between adults and minors. I've even seen some of these books... um, Libs of TikTok is really good. She's she's like all over this, but um, I mean, I've even seen the books where it's incestual. It's brother and sister. I mean, these books are horrifying. That they don't not only not have a place as for sure in school. That honestly, they don't. They shouldn't have a place in any library across the country because nobody needs to read that crap. You want to special order it from some weirdo website because you got a little weird thing going on there? Then, then go order it from your little weird website. But in reality, these books should not be on any bookshelf anywhere in the world. Not just the United States. In the world, the things that they describe are they're horrifying. I mean, there, there, there was one, uh, God, I think it was, I forget who posted it and gave you all the pages. Anyways, it was about a pastor and a, uh, a 13 year old and showing, uh, God, <laughs> showing the 13 year old performing sexual acts on the pastor. Let me put it that way. Cause I don't want to get too. Uh, deep into that. Um, I mean, disturbing, disturbing that no child should open a book and see that none. I listen, I'm a full grown (laughs) mid forties man and I don't want to see it. And when I see it, I'm disgusted to my stomach. Okay. So uh, children certainly don't need to be seeing this and confused. And then they come home and ask you about it because then you're really going to have a problem. This is where you're going to be like, oh, hell no. Now it's time to go get down. 
Uh, th- these, these are the things that should be banned. And of course, the Biden administration wants to fight to leave these in school because, you know, that's, that's their thing. That's what they're promoting. That's their push right now. Uh, Gransbury Independent School District in Texas is at the center of the probe, which will be based on uh, an American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU complaint from the summer in 2022. Gransbury removed 130 books from its library shelves, about 75% of which were deemed to be too sexually uh, or too sexual and have LGBTQ characteristics. The Texas ACLU promptly filed a complaint. And so now they are being investigated by the Biden administration. Like I said, these books are, they're porn. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're, it's pornography. It's drawn pornography and it is disgusting. And they do not have any place on a library shelf. And they're not just for children, for on all. They don't have any place. But continue with the theme from yesterday. And this just came out earlier uh, today. You know, the confusion of our children, this constant push to take your children's mind, to pervert your children's mind, to change their thought. Why do you think they're doing it? It's control. Why? They're going to make them sick and confused mentally. When you start confusing kids in that way and you start getting them into that, you're going to turn them against their parents you're going to turn them against God they will have no moral standards imagine a child reading that from five years old and up what moral standards are you going to have it's no holds barred it doesn't matter anymore there are no standards there is nothing that's too explicit you've been looking at it since you were a kid the way that these books portray it they expect you to perform these acts not too not too long after five years old there are some sick evil Evil, evil people in this world. The Biden administration fights for all of them. Fights for all of these sick devils. These books have no place. Their control methods are not going to work because we're not going to stand for it. This, as bad as this is that he's fighting for it, the fact that they've banned 130 books in just one school district shows you that we are winning what what we needed to do and what we none of us have done for so long because I think a lot of people get busy and you don't look for the bad in people. But you didn't pay attention. I didn't pay attention. No, well, I'm not better than you and I'm not saying I paid attention. We just saw signs of the way things were earlier, even here in the state of Florida, which is why we yanked our kids out of school. Uh, but people, a lot of people can't pay attention. A lot of single moms, single dads, you're out there raising a kid by yourself. You're, you're busy working, putting food on the table, trying to take them to sports activities, talking with them, but you just, you didn't get to that part of it because life is so busy. But now that people are paying attention and it's being exposed, the tide is turning because we are, since we're paying attention and we're aware of it, we're getting stuff like this done. We're getting books taken off these shelves and getting away from the children as far as away as they can be, which is better for society and it's better for our kids. So we are winning and we just got to keep exposing all of these injustices, all of this evil that the left keeps um, trying to force on our children and we will win ultimately. I I don't believe that God's just going to drop us off here and just leave us. I don't believe that. So I know we'll win, but it just requires effort on our part to make sure that it all happens. All right. I'm all done. 
I'm not even going to do much feel today. Have a beautiful rest of your day. We'll do it again tomorrow. Thank you.